0: I'm Brittany Ashley. No, I'm
1: Brittany Ashley. (laughs) And I'm Laura Sack. And this is Sicker, Sadder World. It's the podcast where we rewatch episodes of Daria and relate it to our current world.
0: Laura is so high. (laughs) Well, uh, (laughs) Laura took a little turn up. She's really high.
1: No, I'm just laughing because it's funny right now, not because I'm high.
0: Yeah, that's why you've been cry laughing for the last two minutes. Because what I did was
1: really funny. Uh, Oh, my God. Wow. I feel intimidated by this microphone right now. Why? Um, Because I feel like what I say is going to be heard by a lot of people. (laughs) So this episode was a really good one. And I have a lot to say about it. Me too. Yeah. Um, First of all, pro or against parade? Interesting. I've had moments of both in my life, but I would say currently I land on uh, anti-parade. I would agree. And mostly because of like specific triggering incidences. I've. One time I was at a parade. No, that's not even true. I wasn't at a parade. I was driving (laughs) in Chicago. (laughs) And totally uh, similar experiences. uh, (laughs) (laughs) But what happened is I had just broken up with my girlfriend and was feeling bummed about it. And I got stopped in parade traffic. But I had tried to creep out in my car toward the beginning of the parade. Before I realized it was a parade, but it was a parade of motorcycles. Dykes on bikes? No, I wish. It was just it was coed. Coed motorcycles, just as far as the eye could see. So they were driving. So it was like, I don't even know if you'd call that a parade, but my car was stuck halfway in the street and they weren't letting me go. And then it became a point of pride that they weren't letting me go. Are you 100% positive it wasn't a funeral? Yeah, this was like hundreds and hundreds of motorcyclists. Motor, wait, motorbike it? Wait. (laughs) Quick question asking anyone who might know. Do you call anyone that drives a vehicle a motorcyclist? No, that's just a (laughs) cyclist. Brittany, you gotta take this out. Biker? What do you call someone who just drives a car?
0: A driver?
1: But, like, they are a... There's a term that's specifically about, like, people who drive bikes or cars. Motorists? Okay, listen... Someone out there is going to be on my same wavelength. (laughs) Motorists?
0: Yeah, that's what I fucking just said. (laughs) Oh, God.
1: Okay. Mm. So anyway, it was a bad, it was a hard day. It doesn't really matter. It wasn't that interesting of a story. I apologize.
0: So you don't like all parades because you got stuck behind one?
1: No, it's not that I don't like parades. I just don't really see. I don't like standing in one place, unless like it's for figuratively. Re- <laughs> unless it's for like a really great concert or something, I'll do that for. But I don't know. I guess everything I'm saying feels contradictory, so I'm gonna let you say how you feel about parades.
0: Oh, I there there was a really funny tweet that had been going around and it said one time someone at my work mentioned the gay pride parade and my coworker said, Ugh, gay pride parades are awful and I thought he was gonna say something really homophobic, but turns out he just really hates parades. He said, Why not have a carnival? Those are so much more fun than parades. I would love a gay pride carnival.
1: Wow, you had that tweet ready.
0: Yeah, I wrote it down. Also, Preparedness uh, is my drug.
1: That feels like too many characters to be a tweet. You get up to like 280 now. Wow. I would also love a gay circus uh, just to get that on the record.
0: Not the last Gay Pride Parade, but the one b- before. I was actually fired that Thursday prior. So I was fired Gay what Pride Weekend. What a beautiful weekend. time to be fired. Not quite, because when I went to the parade BuzzFeed had a huge float and it was everyone wearing all the pride shirts. And obviously being someone of the LGBTQ like identity and community and someone who built that queer fan (laughs) base and then
1: to watch them. So you weren't invited. Oh no, it was like everyone
0: else. It was like everyone that worked for the company was allowed to be on that float. Um, And yeah, and I got fired that weekend, which feels like a hate crime.
1: Whoa! You never told me this part of it.
0: Yeah. So I had a it's really horrible time intense. at that parade because, like, at one point, I had to see every single person as they were coming up to me, and yeah, it just and then people would like recognize you and you know when they recognize you, they just scream the company that you used to work for in your face.
1: <laughs> Was anyone like, "Hey, why aren't you on the BuzzFeed parade?" Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean totally. the BuzzFeed float. Mm-hmm. One time. I was in Ojai, and I was in this, like, antique store that sold tchotchkes and cute things. And we were in... Was it the doodad store? Well, it was, like, like fancy person garden doodads. <laughs> <laughs> and I was in there with my... Ex-girlfriend. This new soundboard we got is amazing. (laughs) You should play one of the effects from... (laughs) (laughs) So I was there, and this entire crowd of young Jewish teens come in who turns, turns out they're from a Jewish camp down the way. This is their, like, day in town, and they're all, like, middle schoolers, maybe early high schoolers. And one of them... Um, oh, and also, I had the dogs with me, and they were in the store, and one of them recognized me from the dog, Laura, video that wow. I did with you. Which I was actually going to bring up that video today, uh, having to do with this episode of Daria. But oh, I can't yeah, remember for why. Sure. The look back.
0: Oh, the look back. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, the look so, back
1: that Tom does is the
0: same look back that Doggy Laura does. I'll post the video on Patreon for everyone to see.
1: Yeah, we play exes in it. We play girlfriends <laughs> and then exes.
0: Yeah, and then I play. Uh, obsessed with Dog Laura, which I just play all the time.
1: Yeah, that wasn't my. That wasn't. That
0: cool. stretch at all. Mm. So, this episode also had a lot of uh, cultural references. Mm-hmm. And by p- cultural, I mean pop cultural, but there's a Scooby Doo reference. There's a Joseph in the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat reference a couple times. Raiders of the Lost Ark, when she said, Godspeed, Indiana Morgendorfer. And then Tad mentions Babar. Tad fuck yeah
1: Tad is a chill little dude he
0: like doesn't even know what toxic masculinity looks like or feels like
1: no he is the future totally the future is Tad (laughs) he defies gender totally he's so beautiful Mm -hmm. he's really smart and really he's like the best qualities that his parents instilled in him
0: Without the negative ones. The mm. way he was, like, standing up to Sandy? The way he was standy towards Sandy?
1: You, you don't have to try to lure out my highness. I <laughs> <laughs> see what you just said there. <laughs> Your highness. Get it. Oh, goddammit. Um, back to... Babar? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of references. We haven't actually gotten into the episode yet. We, this is still the intro. Fuck <laughs> la,
0: la 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 la. La 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 la. This is my style. Got to get up, get up. or I might
1: fall.
0: Excuse me. Excuse me.
1: I've got.
0: Episode six? I loathe a parade. I I related to a lot in this episode. Feeling like you're stuck in a bathroom without toilet paper? Um,
1: And nobody can help you? No, feeling like I'm stuck in a car driving from Santa Fe to Albuquerque and needing to be stuck in a a toilet. Wait, what? I was... The thing I told you about yesterday when I was traveling.
0: Oh, right. All the negative energy was escaping you in the form of shit.
1: Yeah. You guys, I'm not, I try not to be much of a poop (laughs) oversharer. I think that was the
0: first time you ever said poop.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Did you hear how hard it was (laughs) to get out (laughs) of my mouth? Oh, God. Oh, your highness! <laughs> it doesn't come naturally to me. Wait, should I? No, saying the word. Oh.
0: I was like, wait, I think that comes naturally to everyone. <laughs> I really That'd have to be try it. So it.
1: Sad. If someone was bored with like <laughs> just being really bad at it. <laughs> Oh, well, let's just say yesterday I was extra good at it.
0: <laughs> what does this podcast turn
1: into? It's just <laughs> bottle humor. You can... Right, that's what I'm saying. If someone was listening to this the first time right now, they'd be like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Change that. They're like, oh, honey. Like, I'm picturing, you know, you know when, like you want to show someone you want to show one of your friends like one of your favorite episodes of something mm-hmm. especially in a, with a podcast and they're listening to it for the first time and you just kind of play the newest episode they're not always like <laughs> this or something like that well right like and then and then you you're like hearing it with fresh ears because you want to like hear it the way your friend is hearing it and then you realize it's not that funny. Like, it's not that good of one or not as not a good example. And the other person's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, turn off this garbage. And you're like, no, actually, they're good usually. I feel like this would be that. Yeah. So if this is you, do the right sorry. thing. <laughs> if, that, if this is you, genuinely, I'm so sorry. And but- if this is you, this is us. But also, if this is you, are you a little bit impressed that we just completely called out you and your reality? Yeah. And did your friend just now, this moment, become a fan because we called you out while you were having that experience? Think of how trippy that would be, though. I hope y'all are so high. Well, no, I, I don't hope that. I hope that you are sober and that this point is still a good one. I hope they're high. Okay. So. I hope
0: you're high i hope you're
1: high honestly if i were high listening to you just break into that i would cry it would make me so happy <laughs> wait i because i am yeah wait that's in the to the tune of i hope you did. oh my god I just rediscovered that song yesterday. No. I'm not even kidding you and this is where your mind's about to be blown. That's what was playing when I was trying to not shit in the <laughs> car. No, you're lying! I am being <laughs> completely serious because I was playing like, you know how Spotify does like, you're, you're Spotify I don't you know, believe it. I swear to God, if there's a way to like look at my Spotify history, I'll show you. But you know how it does your daily mix, yeah, and it will be a different like genre of music that you listen to. So one genre I listen to, guilty, is country music. And so my like I put on my daily mix, which was the country one, and they played that like it showed up a couple times in the playlist, including when I was on the highway 25 between Santa Fe and Albuquerque and had already had to stop three times. And I was trying to like put on music to distract myself. And it was that song. Wow. The lyrics are really inspiring. Yeah, I don't really remember them It's more. basically about like when, you know, the vibe of like, if given the choice, I hope you dance. Like when it, About like really embracing life and living life and got it not like i, I feel like i just lost break a lot dance. Of our demo like if given the chance to
0: be in a break dance battle i hope you dance
1: right or any sort of dance battle or just a dance battle with oneself which is will i or won't i i hope you dance i okay. hope you still feel small when you stand behind the ocean wait that's kind of fucked up why it's about the the awe of standing beside something
0: larger than you oh i think it was more like and don't you forget it you're just
1: meaningless oh I always thought of that as a positive thing like how powerful it feels to be next to the ocean or like a southwestern sky or a mountain range (laughs) you know
0: yeah
1: or the beauty of a woman is that a lyric (laughs) could be drop a beat just kidding no
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Jake is reading the Teenage Superstars magazine that Quinn is looking for. We're
1: still in the first scene? Yeah, we're on the first line, girl. (laughs) Okay, so anyway, I felt like I had to poop at a (laughs) beach. So you decided to
0: backtrack to what all of us have already gathered from that? I was just
1: saying, also Jake. Oh, you just I wanted to say him. poop for the second time in your life. It, it, do you see how much easier it was? Yeah.
0: Daria has to be
1: bribed to help her dad get teepee for his bunghole. Um, also, how about the magazine he's reading? That's that's what I thought the joke was at the beginning. Like when Quinn was like, where's my magazine? And then it turned out he had it. Oh, no, he's thought, just reading it. I thought the joke was it only has 52 pages. Like he needs more than that to re- to wipe his butt
0: oh yeah. <laughs>
1: which would be like, a way funnier joke
0: maybe that was i read it as though like he's gonna be done with the mag oh yeah no yours makes so much more sense because no, it was then, like but he doesn't it- just stop shitting when he's done reading the magazine like that's just not how your body works like he, he yeah i think yours was the no correct but
1: way. but it's not mine because then later in the episode he says i've read this this article about the Olsen twins three times already. Oh yeah, you're right. So he's reading it, but also maybe <clears throat> using it.
0: I guess we'll never really know. I can ask Susie tomorrow.
1: Please do. She'll love that question.
0: So we're in drugs and stuff, and it's so crowded because of the parade, and it's homecoming night. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs>
1: It came out of your throat. (laughs) Who was saying hi? Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest. Oh, God, no. (laughs) I'm going to start like sounding very different because if I sense that you've gone off the rails, one of us has to be connected to the ground.
0: No, I'm tethered. You're the ball. I just... It was silly. I was laughing at it because it was silly. <laughs> I just feel more creative.
1: When I'm like this?
0: No, when we're both like this. Yeah. But I'm more tethered. Just so you're safe.
1: Right. I'm... I could be tethered. I could throw a tether down. No. Okay. Keep
0: that anchor up. Ahoy. Wee. <laughs> So Dari has to finagle through this big old parade crowd and she runs and say
1: you're really funny. <laughs> what? You're really funny. <laughs> Did you never think them before? No, 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 I've always thought it but it's it's more obvious right now. You have really good um instincts. Thanks, Ken. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> so she runs into jane who is waiting for tom also this goes along with the thing you said last time about how jane would definitely be more involved in things that were like traditions or more typical to the teenage experience if not for daria and this goes to prove that like she went to the parade and daria didn't know that it almost felt like a secret she was keeping mm-hmm. but then it was really stupid that daria was like oh so you just came here to make fun of people and that's exactly all they do all day at school like why was she taking issue in this circumstance? well i
0: think daria is being a little irrational like throughout this whole episode and i think that she's projecting onto jane who she wants jane to be to satisfy the vision that she has in her head The Principal Lee's control issues emerge when she tells Daria that she cannot cross a parade route, which is clear that she cares less about safety and more about them getting a lawsuit. And she says something like, if you were to get impaled by a float or sexually harassed by a clown, things could get ugly. Do clowns have a reputation? <laughs> Sorry, that sentence. Do clowns have a reputation of being sexual harassers? <laughs> Yes, because
1: of that serial killer. It? Did he sexually harass the kids? or No, just there's kill a real-life serial killer who was in Chicago, actually. What did we call him? Um, I'm blanking on it right now, but he was um, a clown, but he also was a pedophile. He wouldn't necessarily dress up as a clown when he was... But he, like... Gave off clown vibes? No, he worked as a clown. Like, Mm. I think that's how he found his victims. I could be wrong about that part. But yeah. Ew. He lived on Summerdale Ave, which was the street I lived on in Chicago. Like, he he lived in a different neighborhood, but it was the same street. Yeeks. So there's a gropey lion,
0: and he's also a little disoriented. It's a mascot. No,
1: it was a real lion. (laughs) Tell the people the truth i could tell they were gonna go in the scooby direction with that from the beginning it was so clear it was like who's under the mask like
0: so daria hears someone crying and it's tad from the pinch sitter what a hero tad so very sweet daria clearly doesn't want to help tad out and like hang out with him because she just wants to get back and get her twenty dollars and daria's like why don't we just tell the cops and tad is like my dad says police officers often use excessive force on their request for pacification. He's just like a smart, funny, he is, bright. He's woke boy. Woke boy, yeah. And so Daria's conscience really just gets in there and she decides that she has to stay with Tad. And then Upchuck's car pulls up and uh, on the grill it says, uh, Horny. Did it, it did- really? Yeah. Wow,
1: and it was called the Swinger Mobile.
0: Yeah, and he's still hitting on Daria, still
1: just being really gross. Don't blame him. I've seen the future. Holler Aunt Amy. <laughs> and that is a secret reference to any of you who are our Patreon supporters who can access our secret group. Hell yeah. But anyway, upcheck being nasty. And I don't think it is a an accident that the person that rolls up right after the most problematic figure in the show is Tom. In cargo pants at that.
0: Yeah. So she runs into Tom in front of the other pharmacy, and it's clear that Jane and Tom had a miscommunication about which pharmacy, which clearly is a microcosm for probably how they have miscommunications about things that aren't
1: pharmacies. Also, who hasn't mixed up a pharmacy in their life? Wall wall CV? Do you S remember, screens? am I... Is anyone else old enough to, to remember Woolworths? That might be an East Coast thing. Well, is anyone old enough in the East Coast to remember Woolworths? Call in now. Let me know. 1-800-Woolworths.
0: I thought <laughs> you are giving our number, not Woolworths. Mm-mm. <laughs> so... Tom and Daria have this witty repartee with each other about things that went over my head. And uh, Tom and Tad,
1: they hit it off. But also, uh, Tom brings out the most... Childish? No, I was going to say the most uh, contrarian nature. Oh, in Daria. totally.
0: She so badly wants to disagree <laughs> with every single thing that he says. That, that she, she's like, willing to defend Lawndale. Lawndale. Yeah,
1: Yeah. And then a weird beat happens where the fashion club is going by and they're... Float and they do a double beat from what happened in the was it the pilot or like one of the first two episodes? The mall episode, maybe. Yeah, where they're like, "Oh, we should do a makeover for charity," and then they're like, "How about her?" And it's Daria, and literally the exact same thing happened in this episode. Mm -hmm. They say that they should do a makeover on their float, and then Sandy's like, "Isn't that your relative or or whatever or something?" And they bring her up and then yeah, Tiffany is like, let's she's take perfect. Picture. So it was weird that that came back around. It's almost like she's being born again in the presence of Tom. Not to like make it about ma- a dude. But like she's made no progress. What do you mean?
0: Like like she's back where she started. It's you're breathing? <laughs> It's like, is someone shoveling their driveway?
1: Maybe you're right.
0: Someone's shoveling their
1: driveway? No, about about her not progressing. Mm, yeah, perhaps. And so Tom has an idea. Sometimes I feel like I haven't progressed in four seasons. Yeah. Rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. I think that
0: we can only... Take lessons and hope to impart them in the next chapter of our lives, but But so much of it is is bullshit. For so sure. much of
1: what you tell yourself, like, here I go, I'm gonna I'm gonna feel differently or do it differently, and you like delude yourself and then so often it's really the same. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes not. Don't mean <laughs> to be a hope crusher. Don't mean to be a hope floater. But I believe that
0: you can take lessons into your...
1: Sure, 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 sure. I
0: believe that too. Of course. I think you can have moments of feeling like you're, you know, 21 years old again and making horrible decisions. But I think for the most part, you can come at it through a different perspective.
1: I guess I'm talking more about, like, learned dysfunctional ways of thinking that happen later in your adulthood. And then you seem to not shake. Like, the thing that's troubling is when you develop new ways to be dysfunctional. Like, it's one thing to, like, start out really immature and as you get older and wiser, like, correct those things. It's another thing entirely to feel like there are new ways that your mind is working against you. Mm, Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Hell of a
0: drug. (laughs) On the float, Tom is like, let's hop a float, and Daria's like, no, I don't hop floats. But then she sees Quinn's float go by, and she's like, oh, yes, a chance I can humiliate Quinn. I'm absolutely going on that fucking float. And on the float, Tad and Sandy have a big old fight about animal cruelty. That is is amazing.
1: Tad's great. Also, we check in with Mac and Jody, who are on their float as the homecoming king and queen. And they are dragging Lawndale high to hell for being racist, for just parading them. As if they have a diverse community. And that storyline
0: kind of comes to a, a nice head when Jody is just like, I don't understand what the point of this is. And then she sees an adorable little black girl cheering on Jody specifically. And she realizes, oh, fuck representation does matter and even if it's for the wrong reasons we ha- we like have to be a good example
1: it's sort of like what michelle obama said about the portrait that was made of her and like how her favorite aspect of that is the the young girls of color who are gonna see that portrait yeah and how they'll feel about it jody and michelle 2020 the
0: gropey lion is back
1: you want to know what Gropey Lion is also back? Yep. Kevin. Kevin is being... Oh, yeah.
0: Disgusting. To, like, the Sarah Michelle Geller inspired uh,
1: character design. Character. Yeah. she character. They, they've been named, like, Sweethearts of the Parade or, like, some designation by the football team and cheerleading squad, and Kevin thinks that means carte blanche to molest her. Yeah. He touches her butt and also his girlfriend is
0: is walking alongside the float. And she's saying no, Brittany's my friend. No.
1: Well, and also just no for any reason. Mm-hmm. Like don't fucking touch me. And and he he's like, "Oh, it's almost like a contract. Like I'm allowed to do this." He basically gave the like rape is okay if you're married defense. Yeah. Oof. so and also Brittany is watching the whole thing and gets furious. So before
0: the big thing happens that closes up that storyline is that Tom pushes the gropey lion and he gets all like chivalrous to her. I don't really. Daria,
1: like he was saving Daria.
0: Yeah. And he's like, you got to laugh at the horror, Daria. And so when Brittany gets mad enough at Kevin, her and the other cheerleaders stomp towards the truck that's holding like the big huge float and when they are walking towards the car the car has to dodge them it flips to its side and it blows up and so now Dart, you're looking at me as if like this is the first time you've heard this it
1: is i don't remember that part <laughs> what
0: you don't remember the huge fucking fire
1: i remember the aftermath of it and tom being like Thanks for living in the moment with me, Daria. Literally yeah, what he says. Yeah, that's exactly what he says. But I says. don't remember that. That's I don't remember the car accident. Yeah, that's what it
0: is. Because then it's like them laughing at the horror, and Daria's like, What's "This is Meg. Up. I know." Um, but Daria says what warrants what not warrants, but it what, it's what makes Tom says what he says, say what he says. God fucking damn it! You guys know what I'm saying.
1: You're supposed to be the tether. <laughs>
0: Um, Daria says sorry you couldn't share this Jane and Tom is like you know how she is she wouldn't have really liked it and then it's like a and and
1: he was saying like she'd be snapping pics by now and not even notice I was here
0: right and so Tom is like kind of extending this like gross little olive branch to try and tear down his girlfriend Daria's best friend so that they could bond on the fact that they're both not really getting what they want from her right now so somehow Jane has become the bad guy in the
1: situation which is really fucked up I agree I was repelled by the behavior yeah I mean it is not innocent
0: no I, I mean on I think, either of their
1: parts yeah
0: but the only there is one redeeming thing but I'll but I'll tell you that which is that uh afterwards Daria realizes that. She lost Tad. She doesn't have the toilet paper. And she just wants to go home. She's, like, clearly not going to get this $20. And so then Tad's parents come up and they found him. Daria's just like, I'm just going to go home. Like, you probably want to find Jane. And Tom isn't, like, really stressed about finding Jane. Like, it's clear that he wants to spend more time with Daria alone. Why is that a redeeming moment? That's not the redeeming moment. I'm getting there. The redeeming moment is that... Okay, so after... Daria they find Jane and Daria gets all that paint splashed on her, which is which is when Jane is like, Come on, let's all go get pizza. And Tom is like, No, like Daria needs to like if she wants to shower and like get dressed, we could stop at her place and then do it. And Jane's like, Come on, just like go like that. Like she clearly doesn't care about Daria being uncomfortable. Whereas they they tried really hard to show that Tom was interested in making Daria feel comfortable. That in
1: some ways, in some ways Tom
0: cares more about Daria than Jane does. That's what exactly what they're trying to show. I don't I didn't believe that that was like a redeeming moment by any means. I feel like they just wanted us to like It was a cool way to show us that. I don't That is really cool. It's a really creative way to show um and it's pretty consistent I feel like with like how Jane is. I think it was
1: a creative way to show it. Yeah, I liked it. I just wanted to do something crazy that only you could see. (laughs) You guys should see us right now. (laughs) Hold on. on. What I've been wanting to do all night is, like, do some crazy face with my face (laughs) that (laughs) that only you can see. But you can hear. No, no, no. And then very seriously make my point into the microphone, so that it would be like gaslighting you. Because okay. I'd be like, "You guys, she's not okay." Like every time I wasn't talking, be like making crazy faces, but then sounding completely together when I was speaking. Wouldn't that trip you out? That'd be a good bit. Yeah, are you gonna do it? Maybe I'll try, but I feel like it would be better as a surprise. Okay. So. <laughs> In the case with
0: Upchuck, when he's hitting on the two female police officers, um, I disagree with uh, Tad's dad there. I think that the excessive force was warranted. Ew! (laughs) (laughs) That face! Ew, you can hear it! You can hear
1: your face move! You're You're hearing my face move right now. What do you think talking is? I know what talking is, Laura.
0: I have a podcast with you.
1: I guess that is a good way to prove that you know what talking is. (laughs) Exhibit A, this. Oh, God. I can't tell if this is going to be really the best or the worst.
0: Let us know in the comments. So before they run into Jane... Ted, you remember Ted. It was the guy that Daria kind of had like a little crush on, but was embarrassed about it. Um, he runs up to them. Snaps Wait, I'm a picture.
1: Sorry. Ted, Tad, and Tom, Tom? I know.
0: And Trent? Yeah. There's Trent. a pattern. <gasps> Whoa. Do you think she was into Tad? Because that's a pattern.
1: Oh, my God. That's what I was implying. And I didn't even realize I was implying it. You know you did. Well, Tad, Ted and Tom all in one episode is a lot of characters with three letters yeah with a T. Trying to keep that script together would have been a
0: nightmare. So he takes a picture of them and he says, "I'm getting really great professional pictures of couples." Ooh, for I the added, yearbook. I think I added the professional part.
1: It was for the yearbook. <laughs> right. And they're Which, like Which in like high school world is for professional purposes. That's
0: true. But they were like, "We're not No, we're not we we know and then that's when they run into Jane, and she's like, "La la la, let's go get pizza." But then Dari gets not covered acting in pain. suspicious at all because why should she be? Right? Yeah, that's when it hurts most. <sighs> ooh, ah, 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 ooh, ah, ah, ah. Oh, don't worry. In the next few episodes,
1: trigger warning: here comes some ASMR.
0: <laughs> did you just interpret what I was saying to do that you wouldn't believe how softly <laughs> I'm petting your head <laughs> yeah this is really relaxing Keep going. Yeah, good
1: call. Thanks, producer. I'm not usually like this. Literally just listen to any of the other episodes. You'll see. You'll see. You'll all see.
0: Yeah, just meditate. So, Tom... Daria gets covered in paint and Tom is like, "Here, Daria, take my coat."
1: Daria gets covered in pre-Tom.
0: Ew, you're disgusting.
1: You're so gross. Forget it. It's like pre-Tom. Oh my god. I get it. But also because it's the beginning of the tom. Yeah, we get it. (laughs) Oh, no.
0: Uh. So Dari decides to not go. And then the
1: look back. Please see Link to the BuzzFeed video. Starring Doug Laura where she does an incredible look back moment that rivals rivals Tom's. It's amazing. But wow, what a kernel they just planted. Is hatred
0: close to lust? Yes. Is betrayal close to love? I hope not. Oof. Have you ever been betrayed before?
1: Sure. Yeah. Many times. By a friend? Yes. What happened? Um, that feels too heavy for right now. But I feel like more often it's been... Lovers. Why? Are you trying to talk like Esther, Perel?
0: I just think that in order to understand how you feel, you need to talk about it.
1: I'll never forget the day I heard her tell a woman... Or ask a woman if she masturbates. And the woman was like, oh, not really. And then she's like, yes, but the all of the self-touch is masturbatory. Do you ever stroke your arm because it feels nice to stroke your arm? This, too, is self-pleasure. Do you ever scratch your scalp? And she went on in that manner. And I was like, "Whoa, I am masturbating. To this. So. <laughs> oh, and also to this. <laughs>
0: I just think what I may be getting at is I think that betrayal from a friend is perhaps more rare, therefore it feels so much worse.
1: Yeah, that's true because the there isn't as much um, attachment to outcome in friendships, so there's I feel like less pressure and less projection, and so in some ways it can be a little bit of a um, extra like a purer love. In the sense that it's not like muddled. Conditional. Right. So, yeah. Not that I'm saying that's going to happen in this show,
0: but they really, you know, they really put quite a kernel in the pot. That
1: what's going to happen? I don't even know what you. I don't know either. That you're going to betray me? No. I know. (laughs) I just tried to throw them off. I would never. Thank you. Likewise. Thanks, dude. (laughs)
0: Thank you for following, somehow, this episode of Sicker Sadder World. Or just taking it for what it is. Yeah, like accepting us for our flaws.
1: Yeah, I never claimed I was perfect. I did. Claim that I was perfect? Mm hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, but hey, if you want to follow us, we're at Sicker Sadder on Twitter. We have a website, com. We have a Patreon. Which, I mean, I understand if we have a few... If we have a few... Follow-offs. But also, I feel like we might have a few additions.
0: Yeah, it's all based on your personal taste. Which we respect, regardless yeah. of what it is. Like, we really try to come prepared and be sober, but Sometimes you just really gotta pasta doce. You really just gotta. On the left
1: hand side? Pasta doce. Is that what that song is about? Yeah.